friends. Good day. And I mean that. I mean that from the heart. Good day. Got a lot to talk about. I hope you are ready for Freddy today. We're going to be talking about all things FBF, SBF rather than FTX. In a way that nobody else is doing, of course. We're going to talk about Ukraine and how I am absolutely, if you can listen to one person, one person, please put down the Jordan Peterson and listen to John Mearsheimer. He is just my, he is my guru. And he is uh, one of the best uh, promoters of the the notion of the, the theory of realism. We're going to be talking about killer robots, which I have been talking about since I can remember. Uh, I remember one time being on a television station and the technical person, but technical, this is a guy who was moving the switches and said to me he thought I was spending too much time on drones. This is when drones were, when nobody even saw one. He couldn't couldn't see the future. And I said, but wait till you see what happens when it comes to robots and AI. And looked at me like I was out of my mind. And that is happening already in San Francisco. They're voting on it right now. A little bit about health. I got to tell you one particular story, one anecdote that I heard yesterday, which I want to share with you. And then... China, which is just, oh my God, absolutely so, let me just tell you right now, you might not want to listen to this, you want, and, and please don't take it the wrong way, you want apodictic, black and white, Manichaean, good versus evil, real simple stuff. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be rude, I don't mean to be crude, I don't mean to in any way um, sound... Um, pedantic, but you want simple. And nuanced is not what you crave. I love nuanced. Everything to me is that. Not only gray, but shades of gray. Let's make America gray again. I love gray. I love not black, not white, not red, not blue, purple, grays, melanges of, of oh, I just love that. You know, orange, red, and yellow. Anyway, anyway, we're going to be talking about that. But a couple of things. First and foremost, are you getting your tickets? i got to tell you right off the bat, I cannot, I am so looking for it. I wish I could do this right now. January 14th at the cutting room. I got to take a little story. Last time when I did this, I said, let's, um, Mrs. L said, let's pass out some cards. I said, okay, we'll give it a shot. I said, I don't think people are going to want to do this. But we said we gave out little three-by-five cards. And I got them back, and I thought, they handed me. I said, did, did somebody just hand back all the cards to me? Everyone had this most incredible question and perspective in the best handwriting. That's what got me. It was wonderful. Talk about nuanced. So I did my, you want to call it an act, I did my thing, but you are the proponent. It's, it's not the usual Q&A, it's this perfect melange of me, what I want to talk about, and then you. When was the last time you were the guest of honor? You were the participant. So, I, I mean, I cannot say this enough. I am, this is... And I was talking to a friend of mine 
in the biz, a, a, a comic of sorts. Let me put that link up for you right there. And I, I suggest, and I told him, I said, this is what I'm going to do. And he looked at me like, what? Because he has a quote, tight five, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes tight worked on each word, each, you know, Carlin used to take each idea and burnish it and polish it and buff it. And I think that's great. I don't want to do that. You don't need me for that. I want something different. This is transcendental, transformational. So that's January 14th. That's number one. Number two, this is also critical. And I mentioned this. Remember what I said the other day about, and I've been talking about, of course, uh, food preparation, which I've, I've, I, I, I cannot put into words how I believe in that. <laughs> it's one of those things like health and, you know, food, and, you know, food and water. And what happens when something breaks down? I mentioned this yesterday. Look at what they're doing in China. Look at the directive in China. Did you see this? It's on my Twitter feed. This says it all. This says it all. They are talking about actually having two months. Here we go. This says, this is from Shanghai's Huangu, forgive my pronunciation, the Huangu District Government suggesting residents prepare 60 days of food. Look at this, this official document with the seal and essentials in case of a lockdown. The U.S. Embassy in China is telling its citizens, U.S. citizens, to stockpile two weeks of food, water, and medicines. This is now. This is not a joke anymore. This is not some weird dystopian, you know, make-believe, pretend stuff. This is real. And it's happening. And that's why you have got to go to preparewithlionel.com. My Patriot Supply, they have right now the best deal for you. The best deal since 2019. Do it now. This isn't a luxury. This is a necessity. A three-month food kit per person. 2,000 calories a day. 21 varieties. 25-year shelf life. In breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks, sealed in these six-layer pouches with oxygen absorbers. Six containers. They weigh 120 pounds, rugged, water-resistant, stackable, very neat, very modular. But look at what you have. There is no way. There is nothing that you have, nothing that you could possibly put together that has the variety that has the 2,000 calories a day, and with a 25-year shelf life, there is nothing like this. So go right now, I'm telling you, to preparewithlionel.com. I cannot, there, there, there is nothing that I endorse more, nothing that I believe more, nothing that is as obvious. And there is a link, preparewithlionel.com. Let's go. First, I spent a little time this morning looking at a variety of wonderful podcasts from various people that I like quite a bit. And I like, and I go through, I'm not going to go through the list. Some of them I think are very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, 
I, I heard one. I, I, I did a, a, a piece this morning on my private channel, linomedia.com, my subscription channel, regarding Oath Keepers. And there's a fellow whom I like and always respected, always liked him a lot. This is Judge Knapp. Good man, but I a little, disagree a little bit regarding how easy it is for people to commit these offenses. And we look at how the Hathaway man... Eye patches are a very interesting thing. Don't kid yourself. If you are... If you are a an individual, and you are on trial, and you are being told that you are a part of some weird, strange, Stuart Rhodes, that you are part of a weird, strange group of people called the Oath Keepers, a far-right anti-government militia. And you're looking, let me ask you a question, and you're looking, and somebody is wearing... An eye patch. Now, granted, this is because he has it. He has lost an eye. Uh, one of the Congress people has one. I'm not making fun of it. Please, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mocking this. But believe me when I tell you that that sends messages to a jury like you cannot believe. And seditious conspiracy is alive and well. And I'm sorry, you may not like this. You may not. You may think this is a bit of a problem. But I am telling you, believe me when I tell you this, I am telling you that the folks who are, the folks who are involved in, uh, figuring out juries for years have looked at the appearance of the defendant. That's why you always, if you can, you want a police officer who is on trial. You want him to wear his uniform. If a defendant is a police officer, wear the uniform. Oliver North wanted to wear his Marine uniform when he testified. Should a priest, a priest who was not defrocked, let's say there's a case of Let's just say some type of um, child uh, activity that's untoward or criminal. Wearing, wearing the, the, the collar may or may not help. But when you're sitting there, and because eye patches are kind of unique, there is a everything from the Kurt Russell character to... Uh, Pirates to the Hathaway man, the Sherman. It's something that I'm just saying. And if you look at the statute, this is where I agree a little bit with my friend Judge Knapp. The statute is absolutely on par, and you can very easily violate seditious conspiracy. And there should be something like seditious conspiracy. There should be. There should be a law that prohibits people from from uh, conspiring and planning to uh, interrupt government and to disrupt order. I mean, if Antifa does it or BLM, you wouldn't want that statute. But when it's targeted against somebody that you 
that you like or whose activities you think are rather, well, not that much. That is the discretionary part of this, which is, you know... I mean, let me ask you something. If somebody steals bread because they're hungry, that's against the law. Now, sometimes there are exceptions to that. The necessity defense may affect, may in fact uh, apply, but it's 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 a very it's a very you know you got to ask yourself the application of the law. Here's one for you: statutory rape, or what is called that, sex with an underage person is strict liability and that means that liability without fault we don't care whether you meant to do it we don't care anything like that we it does not matter to us and if somebody went through every conceivable movement exercise that one can go through by looking at passports and licenses and birth certificates and did everything and everything seemed to be in order and they were all falsified, it makes no difference. <coughs> None. Now, is that fair? Depends. There's my answer. It depends. Should there be a law that prohibits underage sexual congress? Absolutely. Should mistake of fact not be a defense? Somebody says, oh, I didn't know him. Well, that's not what he or she said. I can see this. But do you think in this case, somebody who actually... By the way, anybody who's going through that much work, you got to ask yourself, why are you that concerned? About? Anyway, so what I'm saying is sometimes a law may make sense, but the application of it may not. Or the urgency or the targeting. Remember, nobody has ever charged anybody with BLM or Antifa with anything. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The most exacting, the most exacting financial review on the part of the Trump administration has been done from everybody from the Department of Justice to the city of New York to the state of New York. And now there's never been an audit of BLM. Not one time. Not yet. Is Jim Jordan, that big phony, saying anything about this? No, of course not. What is he talking about? I don't know. I don't know. By the way, what is that statute called again? The what? The the protect children. Ask your. The protecting our kids act is that it? To ensure that uh, individuals under twenty one cannot purchase. Oh, this is weapons of war. No, this is different. This is our. There, there, there's a whole movement, and this is this is the weirdest thing, where Congress people are not interested in protecting kids. It, it's, it's, it is. When I tell you this, you're going. Oh, protect our children act reauthorization, reauthorization. Our children reauthorization. Okay, and and what is he doing? He is such a phony. If you can't, if you can't see this. Uh, anyway, if you can't see, listen, I, 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 I hate to, to burst your bubble, but let me tell you the phony hit parade. Ron DeSantis, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Jim Jordan, the entire Democratic Party. <laughs> but you know what? Let me, let me rephrase it. 
They're not phony because they tell you exactly what they're going to do. I worked one time for a guy in the radio biz. And everybody used to think, this guy's, you know, he, he, he was nobody's fool. But I loved him because you know exactly where you stood. You know exactly. I love straight shooters. I don't care if I like the subject matter. Tell me the truth. Here's a side, here's an issue for you. There was a class I saw. This is a bit of a side issue, but remember this. There was a, a special one time on how young physicians are taught how to tell people that they have a terminal disease. This is something that, I mean, they didn't know what to do. And the, the professionals are watching this, you know, the, the medical school professors, and they're watching this, and the young people trying to be very nice, trying to soft-soap it. And he said, no, stop. Let me show you how to do it. And he would come in in this, in this uh, advance. This is that one I would say, ma'am, yes, you have a terminal. You're a stage four, blah, 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 blah. And that is it. We're going to help you. We're going to work with you. If there's any way to, to, uh, to exacerbate, or to, not to exacerbate, to, to, to ameliorate, uh, to... Uh, fix this. We will. If there's anything palliative here, you will not be impaired, but you have a terminal disease. There is likely no improvement possible. That's the way you tell people. Maybe not in those words, but the thing is, you tell people. You appreciate this. You appreciate. Tell people the truth. And this truth is a weird thing because we love to use the word truth. But we don't really say, well, what do you mean the truth? What do you, what do you mean? Got to tell you this story. A friend of mine yesterday we ran into, um, very young, young woman, looks in good shape, looks, you know, not, she was very upset. Uh, she's foreign. I'm going to leave it at that. So sometimes the language may be a problem, but she says she was very upset because she went to the doctor and her doctor says, your cholesterol is very high. Blood pressure as well. I said, okay. I said, was this your overall? Was, your ov- overall? was this HDL versus LDL? What was it? She, she looked at me. She had not a clue. Didn't know what I was. LDL? What? LDL? Do, do you have a blood pressure machine? By the way, everybody should have one. Just they're they're cheap and they're they're good and you'd be surprised at the degree of fluctuation. So I asked, I said, Well, what about are you on medication now? No. Okay. Uh this is controlled absolutely by diet. Good news is the good news hundred percent by diet. Before you go to any kind of medication and all this, uh depending on how bad you are, uh if you have hyperlipidemia, the first is diet. What did your doctor tell you? Listen to this. What was it? Less red meat? Less red meat. Oh, lots of fish. Fish and some chicken. This, this was it. Oh, lots of nuts. I said, wait, 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 wait. Nuts? Nuts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Be, be very careful. This is fat. Did he mention olive oil? Make a long story short, she said to me, 
I asked her more questions than the entire visit with the doctor. And I'm asking questions. I'm not, I'm not prescribing anything. Now, did the doctor tell her the truth? Well, yeah. She said your cholesterol was high. Is that, the tr- is that what you mean by the truth? Truth implies how much information are you giving? What are you giving in addition to everything else? What are you saying other than just this truth? So it's one thing for me to talk about. If you want to talk about SBF or FTX, we can talk about it. But how much do you want to go? I was just listening to a podcast, a very, very, uh, very good, good person who went into no depth explaining nothing. It was just like the doctor saying, SBF is this. There was an audit. Uh, they took the FTT. They actually created the tokens and this and that. And Vic, it didn't tell me, well, what does this mean? What, what, what does SBF mean? I don't understand this. What, is this. what does this mean? Describe it for me. If I have a, got, got a client and I'm explaining, well, here's the process. Let me explain to you the process of this. This is the way it works. This is it. This is the reality. So my job, what I want to do, and this is why I get into trouble, is because I don't want to merely tell you the facts of the case. I want to tell you what it means. And keep going. And say, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. I've got friends of mine who will send me just a video, maybe one of these shorts. One guy who was talking about caffeine in like 30 seconds. I'm thinking, oh my God. This, 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 this substitutes. Or, or somebody who said, there's, there's absolutely no um, proof that butter is bad for you. This is my favorite. And, and, and they, they come up with this thing about, well, in France, what are you talking about? Well, in France, they have a lot of butter and there's no heart disease. Yes, there is. What? Where did you get that from? People just say things. I, 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 don't, I don't understand this. I don't do this. What does this mean? So in the case of the Oath Keepers, if I tell you, no, wait a minute, you may not like this because you think January 6th was nothing more than, let's say, a, 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 a trespass, which I think it was. I don't think there was an there was any chance of the government being overthrown. You have to ha- let me put it this way. There has to be a degree of of possibility. If I walk up to the to the Pentagon and I stand up in front, I'll drive up to the Pentagon and I say, "I'm taking you over. I'm 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 going to I'm going to I'm going to destroy you." Oh, wait a minute. Here's my friend my friend Jerry here. So now we have a seditious conspiracy. We're threatening you by force. Me and Jerry. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna do it. Am I guilty of that? Technically, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's no mention of. Is there any likelihood of this? This is the part. Read the statute. Now the statutes don't put too much. And think, well, maybe. Maybe. 
classic classic example, battery in common law, the impermissible touching of another against their will, or battery in most, or assault. If I go up to you like this and I say, come here, look at that. Oh, that's battery. It has nothing to do with hurt, pain, injury. It's the impermissible touching of another against their will. Hey, hey, don't, don't touch me. Boop. It's so... I've got to talk to you about the history of battery. <laughs> what does it mean? And how you are laboring under this. You are so contaminated by these ideas of... I don't know where you... I'm always stripping away what do I think the other day I was thinking I'm far too anti-China meaning everything I say is China, China, China I heard one of the most brilliant uh, this was an international lawyer who said would you would you lay off China they're doing in some respects what they have to do Okay, but it was a diff- it was a different perspective and I ask myself, how do I know what China's doing? How do I know? How do I know if this if this video is any good? I've talked about that on my own private channel. How do you know? What I hear this all the time. You have no earthly idea. People say, oh, I'm not going to go to New York. The crime. What are you talking about? You know, yesterday, by the way, Yesterday, i got to tell you this. Yesterday was the worst weather I think I've seen in, I don't know how long. It was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It was black. Wind. 50 mile an hour. Wind. Rain. I love it, by the way. And it is just, and we had to drive through the Bronx, and oh my God, that looks like another, like a bombed out, just, it's it's just a lot of construction. Anyway, with all due respect to the Bronx. And yesterday was a tree lighting. The tree lighting in Rockefeller Center. I thought, oh, this is, this is. It was packed. People, there were, it was wall-to-wall people. I didn't get anywhere near it. How late was that last night? Was it 10 o'clock at night? And it was live, right? It was live. And there were people like this. And there were people who said, we come here every year. This is New York's the place to be and this and that. Now, based upon my frame of reference, I can take and I can do this. Now watch this. I can sit you down, right? Listen to what I'm saying. I can sit you down and say, you know what? Christmas isn't the way it is. Yeah, you're right. Remember every year Bill O'Reilly would dust off this. Oh my God. You know, he's an author. Yeah, okay. Anyway, he would dust off these uh, tropes, these memes, these memetics. We can't say Christmas anymore. We can't say Christmas. Who says that? Well, there was a gap. They have to say Happy Holidays. The war on Christmas. God, John. No crush scenes. We've been talking about this left and right. And if I keep saying, and have you noticed, when you go into the stores, there's such a... There's such a limited uh, a feeling of Christmas. Yeah, you're right. There's a what they hate Christmas. Yeah, and what's this Kwanzaa business? Remember they always bring that up, you know. And I don't remember any Kwanzaa. We went to a to a, a, a post office. A woman. We said, "Can we see your Christmas uh, car? Your your stamps?" 
We didn't want any of those. Is, it, is this all you have? That's it. Okay. Civil service, snotty attitude. We, we had to go to, We like Christmas, the tree, Santa Claus, Jesus, the whole bit. Can't get a snowman. Okay, okay, okay. Now, I can give you that, and you can say, oh my God, you're right. Or, I can look at it this way. Look at the, do we have the star on 57th Street anymore? Um, it's a snowflake. A snowflake, snowflake. I think it wasn't there last year. Yeah, there's, there's certain things in New York. The stores are not decorated like Or I can say, let's go over here. Oh, look, there's Santa's whatever. Oh, look, they have sight. Oh, isn't Christmas great? Look at the people coming in. And you'll feel so happy. I'm hearing the music. You can put it on the radio. If I give you the right circumstances, you'll think different things depending upon what I give you. My recitation, how I give you this. I've got to give you the boat. I don't want to give you something that doesn't reflect reality. I want perspective. I want perspective. I want people to understand there's the reality and there's the falsity, but then there's this thing called, well, what does this mean? That's the part. That's what I want to do. What does this SBF mean. Yesterday, this, this deal book, this New York Times, so help me God when I tell you this. If this, this Bankman Freed has two, a mother and father who are law professors at Stanford, he is responsible for something that is so deep, so potentially criminally corrupt, that it makes the Bernie Madoff deal look like nothing. It is a it is a it is a beyond Ponzi nightmare. And he's talking about it. Like like he said, Yeah, I left my keys in the car and I've been really thinking about this, you know how you know I really I've really I mean this has not been a good month. And people are laughing. But the question is, wait a minute. Let's go further. Why is he doing this? Who is allowing him to do this? Now, I always think, am I thinking too much about this? You know we live in a world of ESG, right? Environmental, social, governance. How about DEI? Diversity, equity, inclusion. This is all this Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum stuff. How about effective altruism? Connections now alleged between he and Ukraine and, and, and all of this. Look at what we're talking about now. Just, just, just look at what's happening. Now, I'm thinking back, could it be this? Could it be this? I don't know. And I don't pick the, I don't pick the most, dare I say, conspiratorial, as some people would say, or the, the most... Uh, Criminal. I look at what's what's realistic in this. Let's think about this. What's realistic? How do we do this? Well, we look at it like this, and let's think. Number one, if you're putting him out there, 
And you're trying to say that this is the face of the new Madoff t-shirt, hair in a mixmaster, elfin girlfriend, doesn't wear shoes. It doesn't have the sting of Bernie Madoff with the cigar Palm Beach. You know this, the lipstick building, you know. is, Is this... Or am I overthinking this? I don't know. How is it that so many people are unable to to address this for what it is? Is it because people don't understand it? Is it because the whole notion of crypto is, is weird? How does this work? The potential for an investigation is none because the because he basically has the investigative arms a party that he has he has basically either funneled funds to, laundered money through, or paid off. That's one thing. Where does this go next? You know I can't do this in a two-minute broadcast. I can't do that. We have to look at this. And I don't know if people want to do this. I do. I thoroughly love going deeper. Do it. Who is he? How did this happen? Do you remember something? And let me explain something also to you. I think you know this. Psychology is half the battle. Half the battle. I can tell you so many times in my life that when I am dealing with somebody, something that is seemingly innocuous, if you will, if I know the, the psychology of the participants and I know what their idiosyncrasies are, I make out so much better. How do they think? How do they think? What are, what's going through their head? That's the thing. Do people like SBF? Do the people... When he appears... At this this New York Times uh, deal book or whatever it is, twenty five hundred bucks to get in there with this Andrew Ross Sorkin. What a with these people who say nothing. What's the psychology? Let me give you an example. The greatest the, the greatest story ever is Elizabeth Holmes. Who's Elizabeth Holmes? Who? Anybody? Elizabeth Holmes was the genius. Behind Theranos. The genius. She fooled Silicon Valley, Bill Clinton, Kissinger, Murdoch, Walgreens. Just go down the list. Uh, George Schultz, who, who basically was estranged from his grandson over this. And Elizabeth Holmes was so good, she fed them something. And I love the con man. Oh my God. I love, I love the persuasive. I, I love these people. I, it's why I love wrestling and, and the heel and the whole bit. Elizabeth Holmes said, I've got, a, I've got a machine that if you just prick my, just give you just a little bit of blood, and to put it in this little tiny vial, I'll be able to do 30 tests to tell your cholesterol profile, whether you've got cancer, if you're pregnant, 
uh, your iron deficiency, whatever, in this little... And everybody said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. So far, regarding some tests, you need venous blood, you know, vein, from the vein, venous blood, but in a sizable quantity in order to go through 50 different, you know, tests. You got to have, you notice when you go, you have the vacuum jet, they give you the thing, and they fill one container, and they fill another container, and they fill another container, because you just need them. Not because they're bloodthirsty, or they're, this is some kind of vampirism, but they're doing it because they just... And she said, no, I just need a... And they said, you can't do this. It doesn't exist. And this little machine, this is, you know the word. But Silicon Valley... Not silicone, silicon, Silicon Valley, Murdoch, <laughs> Generals, Mattis, Kelly. I mean, everybody, they heralded her. Jim, is she, everybody loved her. Now they looked at this guy and he creates FTX and then FTT and creates tokens. And imagine I create this thing called Lionel Bucks. And I just create this and I give you these. And all of a sudden, I say, they're worth something. And I pledge my Lionel Bucks to buy a, a car, a down payment or whatever it is. And they take it. And nobody says, wait a minute. What is this? And then I have this exchange in which I'm putting money in using the line of books and then I'm withdrawing money based upon the valuation of this thing which I just created and I'm putting it into Alameda Invest. I mean, it's, it's, I would love to be the prosecutor in front of a jury and say, let me tell you this story. It's so beautiful. It is so Beautiful. You cannot believe how good this is. You cannot understand how good this story is. But nobody, but nobody, nobody is talking about it. Nobody is discussing it. Nobody is discussing any of it. Nobody is discussing any of this. You understand this? This is the part that is the most... This is, this is so critical. Nobody is discussing this. They're just... They're acting like it's just this... Gee, what, what happened? And, and Sorkin is asking questions. And now, oh, by the way, all these Bitcoin podcaster websites, oh, they're geniuses now. Now they're coming out and they're saying, oh, I knew all this. It's the most fascinating story. Not, not just because of this, but... Who is he? Where is he from? Why did he pull this off? How do the Democrats care at all? And let me bring in the Zelensky Ukraine part of it. But here's what Jim Jordan's going to do. Nothing. Nothing. Republicans are doing nothing. Why? So I've just given you 50 different things, okay? What I just discussed, nobody's talking about. They're talking about just the bare bones, this and this, and he went, and he emptied it, and he went bankrupt, and 
and his girlfriend and their polycules and they have polyamorous whatever it is. That's all they want to care about. That's not what's interesting. How does this happen? That's the thing that amazes me. I'm going to tell you this much. And I think I'm the only person, as you know, I frankly think that a great American, one of my favorites, is Mike Lindell. Okay? I'm sorry to say, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I love a story. I love, I love salesmen. I love people. I, I, I love Ron Popeil. I love, I just love people. People who just do great stuff. They're great sellers and great personalities. And they, and they connect with you. This is the part which is, which, which is so critical. So anyway, so right now if you go to my promo, I, mean, I keep saying my promo, mypillow.com, promo code Lionel, look at what you get. And you mentioned his name, the pillow guy. Is it that pillow guy? Yes. What's wrong with the pillow guy? I love him. If they don't like him, so I want you to love him too. And I want you to go to MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, and buy everything he's got. Two, three, four, five times each. Why? It's the greatest gift in the world. Christmas is just around the corner. Makes a great stocking stuffer. Fine for dad or grad. And also, it's a statement against these people. The other day we walked into a bed, bath, and beyond. My God, you could hear the crickets. It's like, oh my God. You had Mike Lindell. You had my pillow and you got rid of it. Why? Why? Well, because we had you. This is. Now, let me just say this again. The quality is incredible. The sheets, the pillowcases, the slippers, the everything, the sandals, the pillows, the beds, the pets, the, the, the every, everything is. It, it speaks for itself. Just look. MyPillow.com promo code Lionel. But look at what. He's had to weather in terms of this world that we live in. I, I just, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry when I tell you this. It just amazes me. I walk around in my land. I'm saying, I never thought I'd see this. That fascinates me the most. I love to see the themes. You have no idea. You know what my favorite show is going to be? Listen to this. I want to have a show. Now listen to me carefully. Listen. I want to have a show where we bring in people. And when I see them, we walked into a store and there's everybody. And one's got, one's got a, 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 a mask. And, and, and sometimes you'll see somebody who, the checkout, she has a mask. He doesn't have a mask. And I want to get the people with a mask. And I want to say, would you come to my taping? And I want to sit, and I want to get real close to them. Who was it like? Was it Phil Donahue who did this? And say, let me ask you a question. Why do you wear this device still on your face? That is a cloth that could not stop a virus if it had to. By the way, with the mask, do you smell that? Yeah, what is that? What is that? What is that? Smells like smoke. Oh, can you smell that? Yeah. Well, if you can smell it, your mask isn't working. 
Why do you do this? Is it habit? Is it fear? Is this something that you've just... Have you ever, anybody wear a night guard? Anybody wear like one of those things where you, you put this thing maybe to stop grinding or maybe if you've had, you know, Invisalign or something, you know, in your teeth. And then you, and, and you first put it on and you go, I hate this. And then you can't, you can't sleep without it because you become so used to it. Is it that? Do you think that you're preventing, you have no idea. And then the special, special edition, people driving alone in a car, their own car. Oh. I'd like to have police pull them over and say, give you $1,000. Just come to this taping. We want to ask you. You're the only one in your car. How do you think a COVID molecule got into your car? How? Have you thought this? No. If somebody says, you know why I like it? Because I wore it for so long, I kind of felt better with it. Hey, thank you. Have a nice day. It's a free country. You can wear whatever you want. There was a guy. Remember the guy at the health? We went to the health food store. He, his face was covered. I, I kept thinking, am I missing? His face was covered. He looked. You saw nothing. Saw nothing. It was like a like blue man tube or something. His face. What the hell is this? What is this? Just the other day. Just the other day. It 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 just it just I, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by this. You know what else I want to do? I want to ask people, you carry your dog in a baby carriage. What's the matter? And you got to be careful with that one because sometimes you can say, well, because maybe they lost a child. Okay, all right, fine. But I'm, but I'm not, I sometimes I'm thinking, ooh. See, dog owners, sometimes they're great. Other times, they're ridiculous. They're ridiculous. I, I, I love these people they die and they, they say we left his fortune to to prevent kill shelters and say you've got human beings who are suffering babies and children and you're going to give your money to what? I don't I, I'm fascinated by it it's the psychology behind this it is a psychology it is the most incredible thing you've ever seen now, there's one thing I was going to talk about. In fact, uh, on my private channel, San Francisco has just passed a law. Listen to this. Hey, they've just passed. You're going to love this. San Francisco's ruling Board of Supervisors has voted to let the city's police use robots that can kill. The measure permits the police to deploy robots equipped with explosives in extreme circumstances. Dr. Catherine Connolly from the group Stop Killer Robots. Did you ever think we have a group called Stop Killer Robots? Said the move was a, quote, slippery slope that could distance humans from killing. <laughs> you think? The city's police told the BBC they did not currently operate any robots equipped with lethal, lethal force. You know it, and I know it. I was on a TV station one time. This was so interesting, and I was doing a commentary and a good man, a friend of mine, who, who was the TD, the technical director, the person who was in charge of all of the buttons. Because you know when TVs now, TV stations, they don't have directors. They've got all robot cameras and it's just, there's nobody there. It's weird. Anyway, because television news is dead. Why do you think Amy Robach is going through so much trouble to tell you, hey, look, I'm having an affair. I know that's, you don't care about that. But. Anyway, so he told me, he said, 
why are you so interested in drones? This is a guy who's into technical. His world is, I said, because drones are going to change everything, change the, the whole world. Drones? I said, warfare? Police? Everything. Surveillance? And you're going to applaud it. But the day that they become equipped with, with, with arms and become weaponized, and when AI uh, protocols allow it to determine when it wants to fire, you can forget it. You're, you're going to have military, the uh, posse comitatus, let's face it, we're going to have military here. And he looked at me, a man whose job is to understand technology couldn't understand technology, couldn't understand this. I've been saying this to the point all my life, it seems like I've been talking about geoengineering, and when that day, when, when, when that veil is lifted, when the mist clears, and people say, hey, I'm going to say, I've only been talking about this for the past. That's the word. Number two, there's a story about 9-11. Uh, now we're finding out about the, the remember, remember the hearing, 9-11 hearing, where, where Bush and Cheney spoke? 9-11. We're just learning about this now. Nobody wants to know about 9-11. But anyway, but the day they do, three, hydro-imperialism, water. Water is the next casus belli, the next currency of war. And finally, robots and AI. Because the the one of the most interesting changes in, in the world of weaponry was the utilization of the longbow, which which stretched us apart, which which which, which made us uh, 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 separated from the enemy, and consequently we 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 lost that sense of connection. And we became more lethal because we started to use artillery and rifles and things where we didn't have to see the person. And if you completely absolve yourself from any and all, like with autonomous cars and autonomous weapon system, there you go. I've been saying this forever, and now it's happening. That requires more than a five-minute brief video. That is so deep, so wonderfully beautiful that I just can't, I can't put it into words, how gorgeous that is, and how I love this, and how I am apparently alone. And he recognizes, I am alone in this. Uh, by the way, I'm going to uh, give you one to your women. Ladies, you're not going to believe this. Uh, this is um, a video... This is Mrs. L's channel, YouTube. This one got me like you cannot believe. Have you heard of period poverty? Who has heard of this? This is her video. I want you to watch this and subscribe to her channel. Have you heard of period poverty? Young women, girls, who cannot afford, what's the correct word? Women and girls who can't print out sanitary products. What's the what's the correct period products? Women, girls who won't go to school and go to work because they can't afford feminine products. They have to use what cloths and rags and reuse. I mean, it's you. You listen to this. You can't believe this. Medically, psychologically, it's like, what are we talking? 
It's huge. Period poverty. This is what she's talking about. I, I don't get it. I know people are like, oh. We're so... There was always this joke. People would say this. A man who has daughters. And they say, you mean to tell me you walk into a store and you you buy those things? Like, What's wrong with that? What? Why wouldn't I buy it for... What do I care? Can you imagine somebody saying, you mean you go under, you buy feminine... Pre-? Yeah, what's, there's nothing wrong with it. Got to tell you a quick story. A now deceased friend of ours was, we were on our way over to see her, and she said, listen, would you do me a favor? This may sound odd, but I can't get out. Can you pick me up some Depends, you know? By the way, what a weird name for a feminine, I mean, for uh, adult diapers. I want something called works every damn time. You know why? Because I want it to work every damn time. You put it in, it works. It's dependable and it works, called works, instead of it's called, eh, it depends. I don't like that. Anyway. So I said, of course I will do this. Of course. So I go and we pick the thing and the adult big and we go up to check out. Sure enough, the person says, hey, aren't you? I said, yes. As a matter of fact, I said, oh. I said, well, these are for a friend. You go, yeah, sure. Okay. Next issue. Next time. Another friend happened to be in the hospital, elderly. Can I bring you anything? He said, you know what? I don't know how to ask you this. He said, you want Depends, don't you? He goes, yes. I said, I'll do it. Guess who was at the register the second time? Now, what do I care? Come on, please. The thing is, I said, what is with this? He said, the hospitals had like everything except that. Now, if you need that, just like these women, I don't understand it. What is the matter with us? I love the way we pretend. We walk around with our bodies hanging out, sometimes disgustingly. But then again, when it comes to the subject matter of normal functioning, oh, no, 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 we have our limitations. So listen to this. This is called period poverty. This is the most incredible story in the world. And Mrs. L covers it at Lynn's Warriors. At Lynn's Warriors. Do you ha- are you following her? She has the best. I'm telling you. This is her. Huh? What are the comments? Oh, well, you got what you get. Anyway, um, this is her Twitter follow. What are some of the comments? Uh, I don't know what this means. Okay. Anyway, my friends, thank you so much. Must run. Have a great and glorious day. Don't forget, preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com for food emergencies and mypillow.com, promo code Lionel. Have a wonderful and a great and glorious day. See you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue ya. Ta-ta.